Support for today's episode comes from Jenny Kane, and they are coming at you with the most perfect summer wardrobe. Jenny Kane is a California brand through and through, and their summer staples make getting dressed easier than it has ever been before. I love my pieces from Jenny Kane because they're timeless and they're high quality and classic, and I know I'll be wearing them for years. Jenny Kane believes in the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless design, so you can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. I am obsessed with Jenny Kane's dress. They are amazing year round, but for summer, they are just a go to for me. Their cove dress, their new day dress, and they pair perfectly with their Chloe cardigan. And do not get me started on their mules. They're so gorgeous. It's too good. You have to check out their website. All the pieces are so dreamy. And I'm telling you, they're designed intentionally to pair well with so many different pieces. It makes it so easy to style a gorgeous outfit. You add a Jenny Kane piece to your fit, and it immediately elevates it. Find your forever pieces at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code MOMDAD at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com. Promo code MOMDAD. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Your mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Welcome home, family. Welcome home, baby. It's your Your mom mom and dad. dad. Hello, hello. Hello. Family, your mom and dad are feeling it today. (laughs) We are hungover. <laughs> the mid thirties have hit. They have hit hard, my friends. This is the look of two beers. <laughs> this is the look of two drinks <laughs> and staying up till two in the morning. That's what this is. It don't do it like it used to. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> the pain is real. The, the pain. The is pain is effective. so real. Um, we well, we're recording this. Truth be told, we are recording this Monday night yeah. after watching Charity's second episode oh my god it was so good but we're recording this monday night so last night we had a big night yeah we did it was fun well you did i didn't i just drank and (laughs) hung out ate sliders it was so much fun so for those of you who don't know uh katie thurston had a roast for her half birthday and had a bunch of comedians there and it was in san diego and she was so generous to offer me a spot as a non-comedian, as a person who has never once <laughs> done any bit of stand-up comedy, in fact, I was just getting flashbacks because I remember like two years ago, Michael Yo being like, I'm going to make you do five minutes right. at the top, a tight five, right? <laughs> tight. We were just talking about a tight five yeah. at the top of one of my sets. And I'm like, Michael, I can't and I won't. Yeah. But Katie, Katie believed in me and I love her for it. And she did me the honor of letting me do it. And it was so much fun. I don't know. You tell me how it went. Dude. (laughs) Um, First of all, she was the only non-comedian, which was wild. So like there was probably, I don't know. 10 comedians maybe crushing and they were crushing and they were all like comedians all people that do this all <laughs> year long and just has never done 10 seconds on stage and truth be told she went up she crushed 
Why, wait, can I and, watch this? Can we watch this somewhere? Uh, I don't know. They said they filmed it. They might have. They me. said they might have filmed yeah, it. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. If maybe if uh, we can get it, we can show it. But I don't, yeah, I don't know. I'm not maybe sure not. if we're allowed to with the okay, comedy club restrictions. Know, I'm not we'll sure. See. I don't know. I don't know the ways of the comedy world. Maybe. We'll show Lee, and then he'll give you like a real take. But I will <laughs> say. <laughs> I will say everyone laughed super hard. I was nervous. I'll be honest. I wasn't nervous at first, but then when I saw that every single person was like a legitimate comedian and doing well, I was like, oh, this could, you know, I had heard the joke. So I knew she had practiced. I knew they were good. But then at the same time, you just never know. And she went up. Every single one crushed. People couldn't believe she hadn't done comedy before. So nice. You know what I mean? Like she was, it was real deal. And I'm not like, I wouldn't come in. I would come in here if it wasn't like, if it was like, it was good for someone who tried. You know what I mean? That it would have been like, she did an amazing job. She had great charisma. You know, I w- no, this was just legitimate. The jokes were funny. Everyone laughed. She killed it. And if you were there that night, if you're listening now, I believe that you could absolutely uh, reiterate what I'm saying. Well, I love that Evan was like, I was so nervous because the whole time he was like, I'm not nervous for you at all. And I'm like, okay, thank you. As I'm like having a panic attack I wasn't nervous at all. And then she walked to the mic and then I felt the nerves. Well, I was literally physically shaking when I got to the mic. My hands were shaking and I'm like, oh, no. Luckily, there was a podium. So I could kind of put my hands somewhere because if there wasn't, I'm like the the flutters would have been quite clear. But I had so much fun. I so appreciate your kind words. But I have to tell you, the only reason that I feel like I did an okay job was because the crowd the people who bought tickets were so I just need anyone who's listening right now who was there. I love you so much. Thank you so much because everyone was so generous with me and cheering me on and it meant yeah. everything to me. So because everyone was so supportive, I was like, "Okay, I can do this." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then afterwards, we met so many people mm-hmm. who were so amazing who have listened to Chatty Broads, who listened to your mom and dad and shout out to all of you because I literally had tears in my eyes having conversations yeah. with some of the broad squad, some of the members of the family, amazing people just sharing the kindest things ever. And I just got to hug people and say yeah. hello and it meant everything. And then afterwards, some people joined us at a local San Diego bar. And that is why, listen, <laughs> I <laughs> I wasn't really drinking before the set because I was so nervous. But then once I was done, I felt sweet relief. And I'm like, oh, it's time to party. Yeah. So party we did until the wee hours. Yeah. And you know what? Here's the deal. Like we had a blast. And so once we went fun. to that bar afterwards, I'm going to be honest with you. Like I definitely wasted some people's money because they would like hand me a drink. And I would be like, thank you. so." And then I would do like the thing where I like hide it behind the chair or something to make it look like I had been drinking it. You know what I mean? Because, you know, you just don't you just know yourself and you're like, I'm old now. Like if I keep going down this road, Dad like, can't it is oh, going to yeah. be a problem. No, you know I what I mean? I respect that. And then we knew so we were going like to record ho- today. So yeah. we were like, when we're already hung over <laughs> enough. I'm like, if we would have had more. It would have been a problem. And I had like a collection of shots and drinks just like around the corner that I had not touched. And I've been like, oh, he's, thank you so much. For that. <laughs> I was like, I couldn't do it. He had a full lineup of shots <laughs> that he was just putting just to the behind. side that he was like, nope, nope, <laughs> no, nope. No plans. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> but we but, had so much oh, fun. It was so much fun. So thank you everyone who was so supportive and came out and to those members of the family and broad squad who were so wonderful and kind. Mm-hmm. And to Katie, I adore you. She is so talented and funny and if you have the opportunity to see her do and also 
a massive special shout out to Dave Neal. Yeah, Dave Neal crushed. Dave Neal crushed, but Dave Neal also was the one who he met with me and went over my jokes and helped me rework stuff and encouraged me and helped show me the ways as much as he could. It really helped me a lot. So thank you, Dave. We love you. Absolutely. And do you have anything to say to me? Thank you for your help as well. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Thank you for your help. Evan also and anything helped me. you want to say to me right Evan now? Also help me. And thank yeah, you for your moral a couple, support. A couple tweaks. That, you know, did. nothing big, but just you know, I came in just a couple shaves. You know, a couple small tweaks to the wording. You know what I mean? That's that's my thing. So I just come in and I just do little tweaks. You know. So what are I mean? you saying that we're gonna see you do stand up soon? I'm saying I'm responsible for all your success in stand up. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm the ghostwriter. No, just killed it. Like she wrote the jokes. That's the thing that I don't really know how to do and like is like so fascinating to me how even Jess does it well it's I don't know the, how to write but them just either. the writing of the jokes like she just would come in with like a complete joke with like an idea and a storyline concept and then like a, a tagline to it She's and all this stuff and I was just like I, don't, I honestly have no idea how you do that like I have no clue like My, I'm, I'm, I'm good at coming in and being like well what if you didn't just reverse those two words and made it like that it's like oh cool little tweaks but the idea of coming up with original joke concepts there's I don't think there's any way I I'll just it. say shout out to stand up comedians because I'm a huge stand up fan and after doing yeah that last night my respect is so massive like the talent it takes so much courage all of that and then also the fact that katie just let us just roast her love that what a queen what a queen it was a really fun so maybe i'll you know start doing this every once jess has her netflix special coming out which is really exciting (laughs) i think if you had if you had a special what would you call it the room the room is good. The room would be good. Cold bones. Cold Ooh, bones. That's a bones. great Cold one. bones. Bones is cold. Bones is cold. <laughs> Just so no one has any idea what the hell it means. I'd also, I recently had a pretty life changing experience a few days ago. I'm a huge fan of crows, like a massive crow fan. Oh. And I finally had a moment where a crow came over to me and we interacted and I was able to like feed it and it came up almost to like I I did not touch it, but I could have. And he was basically eating out of the palm of my hand. Wow. He came and visited me the next day. I feel like I have a crow friend. And so I've been calling it my chromant. Yeah. So I might be talking, maybe <laughs> maybe name it my chromant, you know, because <laughs> it was oh, just a very, yeah. it was a huge moment in my life. Yeah. Okay, I know that's a, a, a tangent, but it was just, I needed to share it because it was a huge moment for me because I'm such a fan of crows. You're such a crow mom. I'm such a oh, crow yeah, mom. No, but now the whole family will love you generationally. Well, that's the know? thing about oh, crows is they remember your face. Yeah. They'll bring you, get, I think the crow's probably going to start bringing me things. They'll attack your enemies. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have a crow army. Nothing would be cooler. Then, like, if you had a really bad person who did something really bad to you, and and you could just uh, like assemble the crow army and crow send squad? them to their house to poop all over their house, <laughs> or to like peck at their car <laughs> yeah. or something like that, and they wake up and they're like, "What happened?" And it's like, "Oh, the crows came by on behalf of Mother Jessica of, sent you, yeah, Mother of Mother Crow, Human Crow, <laughs> crow. the Human Crow." 
<laughs> I was thinking more of like the beautiful emotional bond, but sure, maybe my my enemies as I well. I do like a dark twist. <laughs> like they're loyal. They're like they'll do anything for for Mother Crow. <laughs> do anything for Mother Crow. <laughs> you, Thank you, my babies. Abby, you kind of look like a crow right now. You're all in I black. I do kind of look like a crow. I'm channeling it, You're baby. You're already kind of. God, I love that crow. I've called him. I've named him Clarence. I don't know if he likes Clarence that or not, sweet. but it's Clarence the crow. crow name. He he kind of does a little head. He does his little question yeah. head at me. That's so cute. God, I just want to talk about that crow. Chromant. Yeah, she Chromant. called me and she was just like, wouldn't she talked my ear off <laughs> about this crow situation. <laughs> And you know when you're like running around and you're really busy and I was, was kind of like I had Ember and I was running around I was packing stuff and she called me like what's up babe and she's like I just gotta tell you <laughs> I had the most incredible moment with a crow in the backyard and I'm sitting here going like what oh oh that's awesome yeah. you know it's crazy so crows I don't know if you knew this or, and I'm going like babe I love you so much but like I gotta go right now <laughs> no, I'm so here for the crow talk no I know it's so funny. I'm obsessed with the crows and guess what happened and Mr. Hater over here showed up at the house a few hours later and, and was, who was waiting for you Clarence Clarence was waiting he came back is he cool with you though well no I mean he wasn't like he flew away me. when he, Evan got closer to him he flew away but when mama came back he he came okay yeah, my roommate's dog I love her so much but she always barks at the crow sure and you're like and stop I'm, I'm, away I'm, no, I'm like no, no no like we're cool it's like she's not into no, you like, but like crows please, i apologize like, don't hate me because yeah. they can hold a grudge oh. like, they can love you for generations but they can also like hate you for generations babes they hold yeah. they hold grudges <laughs> they use tools they i mean they are unbelievable they bring gifts they are incredible That's creatures incredible god i love crows <laughs> god you love crows <laughs> I love crows. I love crows <laughs> I so much. Crow freaks. Definitely top five favorite animal for sure. It's interesting because you don't, yeah. There wasn't there a guy on Instagram who had like a crow pet. That was pretty amazing. Well, yeah. I mean, it was something like the crow was injured and then he helped Helps. rehabilitate the crow. And now the crow wants to be with him all the time. Wow. Incredible. But it's still yeah. a wild creature and goes about the wilderness then comes back. I will say though, the crow is kind of like, you know, it's, it's, it, there's a heaviness to the crow. There is a depth to their character. It's not yeah. like a parrot or something that's just like interesting and does a trick. No. It's like, there's a, you're like, what are they thinking? There's a dark side to them. There's a light side to them. A They're, crow brings like any, emotion. Like any interesting main character. There is a depth. Yeah. They have a storyline for sure. They have a storyline. They They're story dealing line. with stuff. Yeah. A hundred percent. Maybe that's why I love them so much. Yeah. You see, see yourself eyes. in them. Maybe a little bit. And you're like, all of a sudden I just, I'm in the backyard or I'm in, I'm like getting coffee in the morning. All here is like, and i'm like oh the crow's in the back and it's just jess like screaming into the sky to have them return and she's just taking crow calling classes and like i'm just saying you'll crow thank whistles. me i'm just saying you'll thank me one day okay i have to say this before we dive okay, in right, but to, dive to, in. To, to what we are here to do today <laughs> yes, yes. but lee evan made so much fun of me it was so rude we were on a little date the other day a little coffee date when we had a moment and I just, you know, I guess out of nowhere was like, what are your top three favorite animals? And he I almost <laughs> so fell out of my chair, dude. <laughs> He's like, what are my top three favorite animals? And I'm like, yeah, 
I was like, I are sudden, our conversations this bad now? That's <laughs> where you need to ask me stuff I like this. I all of a sudden, I was like, you know what? I'm like, we we love animals. We talk about animals all the time. But I, I don't think I know his top three favorite animals. And so I was really curious. And I thought it would bring on really exciting conversation. More than anything, I wanted to share my top three. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> that was the thing. She didn't want to know mine at all. She wanted to share hers. Because she knew I would have been like this. Uh, I don't know. What are yours? Oh, well, that's funny you ask. And then off we go. Crow, crow, crow. <laughs> but now I want to know. I want to know Evan's top three. I want to know your top three. <laughs> She's like crows, um, big crows, small crows, and, uh, you know, North American crows. I don't know. <laughs> I, Lee, to answer your question, I have a hard time with the top three. I have to, I think I have to do top four. Top, yeah, top, I was supposed to say top five is easier. Top you know, three is so hard. I'm going to go, I, I can give you top four. I can give you top four. We have capybara, yes. manatee, sea otter, specifically, and a crow. Those are my favorite. There I think could really couldn't answer me, which I felt like was Did a I, I, red flag. Uh, <laughs> 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 I was like, Do you have favorite animals? Like? Oh man, capybaras up there. I think number one frog. Oh, love oh frogs, frogs good. I know crow. Yes, yeah. my crow king. Dog, dogs and cats, obviously. <laughs> they're yeah, top they're four, just wonderful. You know? Maybe dog, cat, frog, crow. Capybara oh. number five though, but like okay. a high. It's a high five. It's that's a. High that's a five, wonderful yeah. list. Evan, you love a, an orangutan. I love an orangutan. Oh, yeah. I love an orangutan because there's nothing. I think that's probably why you like crows, which is like they're close to us. There's like a yeah. lot of intelligence there. There's also like a weird connection to where you're looking at them and you're like, they're definitely well, not. Well, we feel close on, on the on the evolutionary. Right. Whatever. And when I when I look at orangutan, like for me, it's like orangutan is specifically because First of all, they don't look like real animals. They look like people that are in costume. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like either everything they, about, like, they are us. Right, but their wild. hair and like the way their bodies are, it just looks like someone's in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even the way they move, those are the ones that blow my minds. I mean, truly incredible. And absolutely God, incredible. I love nature and animals. I when I'm listen, when I'm hungover, I it's one of the times when I'll cry. I guess I, God, I haven't talked about how much I've been crying this year. I never used to be a crier. But when I feel a little hungover and I see any animal video, it is game over. Mm. I'm just sobbing. Yeah. But you've cried a couple times today. I have cried a couple times today. <laughs> I definitely, I definitely cried numerous times during Charity's episode. Evan yeah. looked over at me and I just have tears pouring out of my face. Yeah. And Jess does this thing that when she doesn't get a reaction that she likes, she'll just do it again. So like today she got chills. Watching Charity's watching, episode. Um, watching. And so she shows me the chills and I go, oh yeah, I go like that. And then she did it like two seconds later. And she's like, look, I got chills again. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's crazy. Because and then she I did it like you. two more times, like four chills moments, just to like get me to be like, hey, man, be like, holy shit, you got chills. You know what I mean? And like, because the episode was that good. No, I was good getting combo. chills. It's, like, you know it's not saying? just one chill. It's like four chills. I was getting four chills. But then she was, I could clearly, you know, I'm hungover too. And she wasn't getting like a reaction to the chills that she wanted. So she kept bringing up the chills. They were the chills were rolling twenty four seven during this Lots episode because I'm just charity is just so good already like episode two yeah I'll be real with you it is pretty much known I feel like amongst the lands 
that episodes two and three can be a little slow during The Bachelor and Bachelorette because there's still a lot of people and it can sometimes just not give you what you want. Sure. And this second episode gave us everything. So good. And it was so phenomenal. And then we got a preview for episode three and it looks so dramatic and exciting. Yes. So yeah, there were chills 24 seven on my body. And I just want to be the first one to apologize for not giving you chill adoration. Thank you. (laughs) I need my chill adoration. You should have been acknowledged. Your your chills should have been acknowledged much more intensely than they were. And I apologize for that. Thank you. I appreciate your apology. Should we get into this? Yes. Speaking of chills. Speaking of chills. Okay. Before we dive in. Oh, yeah. Um, just wanted to say we did have a hiccup in booking that was mm-hmm. out of our control. So unfortunately, we do not have a second episode coming this week. We apologize for that. Um, but we will be having a second episode next yes. week. So next week, we'll have our second episode and be back on track. Um, again, booking hiccup yeah, out yeah. of our control. And we apologize. But uh, yes. Yeah, so there's that. So that's, yep. this is the the one and only this week. So yes. enjoy it. And so strap in. <laughs> so You're getting a hungover in, mom baby. and dad, growly voice and all. And again, you will get your two episodes next yes. week. We'll be back to those two. Um, and then mm-hmm. before we officially dive into the second yes. episode, I have to talk about another moment that I got chills. Dave Neal actually captured it on camera because Uh I was with Dave and Tasha at the moment and their cute dog Boone. Oh yeah. Charity Lawson. Oh yeah. The bachelorette did us the most high honor and joy of shouting out the podcast, shouting out the family on her Instagram stories. Evan texted me and was like, go look at charity stories right now. And I opened it up and I didn't know what to expect. I thought it was maybe like a, a, a moment of like, oh, did she release some tea or yeah, drama? No. Oh, no, no, baby. She just tagged us and went off on like how much she enjoys the show and how much oh. she appreciates it and how she we think the same way and how like I'm her favorite podcaster ever and stuff like that. <laughs> It was just like, Evan is amazing. Evan is amazing. She's just like, honestly, if I can get an autograph, please send it over. You know, but she was so sweet and she just, you know, I don't know. It was just like really genuine, like, hey, you know, she didn't have to do that. Even if she, that's the thing too, is like, there's such a difference between like thinking something and then doing it. Yeah. And I, the fact that she th- saw, watched the episode and liked oh it and then God. thought to be like, you know, I'm going to shout them out. That was really sweet. So it meant a lot. It meant so much to me. I was, the chills were all over my body and it was just the kindest things. And so charity, we love you. We Thank love you. you so much. And it just, show, I mean, you know, I'm obsessed yes. as if I couldn't have been more obsessed. Exactly. And then she just sends us the kindest words. She's awesome. So thank you, Charity. And listen, my love continued because Charity is giving us this season. Mm-hmm. Well, number one, it's just so apparent how kind and loving yeah. and warm she is and how she'll make all these men feel so seen. Mm-hmm. And then on top of this, she is giving us all those moments that we want with the drama. Mm -hmm. She is giving us the twists and the turns. And that is what is making this season so good so far. It was like the Brayden twist last episode, keeping Brayden and Adrian this episode. She's giving us an incredible season (laughs) where I'm like, I'm going to be on the edge of my seat the entire Mm -hmm. time. Yeah, she's just like she's she's riding that perfect balance between like graceful and nice, but also like 
standing up for whatever she wants to do. And I think that's huge. I mean, I just loved, and we'll get into it later in the episode, but just even in her ITMs when she was talking about her process between Adrian and Brayden and why she's making the decisions she's making, it was just, it's just tens across the board everywhere. 100%. Let's do this. So let's get into it. Okay, before we officially dive in, sorry, everyone, you have to keep waiting. (laughs) Before we officially dive in, we do have to take a quick pause. I took the shades off because... You know, it's time to kick this hangover. Are you telling me I should take my shades off? You can keep your shades on as long as you want, no, baby. It's okay. They're coming off. Let's see those gorgeous all of sudden, eyes. All of a sudden, you do, I just take them off and I have two black eyes from getting in a fight <laughs> at the bar. Surprise. <laughs> I'm just like, the night sorry, took a twist. Guys. <laughs> okay, family, listen, life can be stressful and sometimes you need a little me time to wind down and sometimes you need a little bit of intimate me time if you know what i mean okay and nothing turns up the heat like dipsy an app full of hundreds of short sexy audio stories and these audio stories are indeed sexy uh yeah they are (laughs) dipsy brings scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters there are all sorts of scenarios we are talking stories about second chance romances adventurous vacation flings hot and heavy hookups and so much more dipsy stories are inclusive and they have amazing celebrities voicing some of these stories as well And listen, I absolutely have some of my favorites that I listen to and go to time Mm. and time again. But something I love about Dipsy is that new content is released every week. So you'll always have something spicy and new to listen to. They also have sexy stories that you can read as well if you prefer that. And you can find soothing sleep stories and wellness sessions on Dipsy. They have it all, really. Dang. Let Dipsy be your go-to place to spice up your me time, explore your fantasies, relax and unwind, or heat things up with a partner. For Mm. listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash mom dad that's 30 days of full access for free when you go to d-i-p-s-e-a stories.com slash mom dad dipsystories.com slash mom dad Listen, we have so much amazing reality TV to watch. We don't have time to stand in line at the post office. We're busy watching our reality TV. So we don't, okay? We haven't in years because we use Stamps.com. Oh my gosh, Stamps.com has made our lives so much easier over the years and saved us money too. If you mail or ship often, let Stamps.com do the hard part for you. Simply print postage and shipping labels right from your home or office. It's ready to go in minutes. No long lines or complicated setup required. For 25 years, Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses. Get access to the USPS and UPS services you need right from your computer anytime, day or night. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. And Stamps.com has had a long-standing relationship with USPS and UPS, and they're able to pass on amazing rates to you, up to 84% off. That's so huge. With Stamps.com, all you need is a computer and printer. They even send you a free scale, so you'll have everything you need to get started. If you need a package pickup, you can easily schedule it through your Stamps.com dashboard. And if you sell products online, Stamps.com seamlessly connects with every major marketplace and shopping cart, so they make it as easy as possible. Avoid the hassle and get started with Stamps.com today. Sign up with promo code MOMDAD for a special offer uh, that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code MOMDAD. Mm-hmm. All right. The official recap of episode two of Charity Season of The Bachelorette. First off, we go straight in and Charity is wearing this so cool gorgeous green leather jacket that i want please tag where it's from charity um 
And all I could think about was like how amazing she looked and how much she rocked this green leather jacket. And I immediately went to Zach's episode where he had his bad bitch energy and was wearing his leather jacket. <laughs> Gosh, leather jackets are a little testy in that way. You know what I mean? Leather jackets are very much like you, the, you can be worn by the leather jacket <laughs> really very can. quickly. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and I'm just going to say this right now, and I'm just going to go out of my way to say this. I don't really know the style that you, I don't know the difference between the styles when it, when it comes to the names, right? Yes. But there's the style that she wore, which is like the ones that have the- The like lapel, lapel type collars. It's like a classic kind of like 50s or like biker. Yes. And then there's like the speed bike style leather jacket. Yes. That's like just a straight, that looks basically like a cloth jacket, but it's made of- Yes. Like it, there's it's not no, just like the straight, there's no plain, collar. Yeah, and yeah, there's yeah. just that. Here's the thing. If you're a high style person, uh-huh. you can kind of work that out. So you can have a different things going on and it can look very cool. If you're just a guy who wears golf clothes most of the time, <laughs> and then you're like, I'm going to be a little sexy tonight and throw that thing on. For me, for me, we don't do that. And that is a big, hard, hard line for me. And that was kind of the Zach energy is like, I got myself a leather. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, that's when we're just like, let's not do leather. I just, it's like there's no reason to go there. I just was picturing because I remember you doing a whole riff about Zach with his bad bitch energy being like, and I've got you all leather jackets so that we can match together with our bad bitch energy. And I just picture Charity being like, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to grab my own. <laughs> She's yeah. wearing this gorgeous green one that looks fantastic. And Zach is like, but I already purchased you a leather jacket. I know what will look good. <laughs> Believe me. You look one one look at me and you're pregnant. So let me be honest with you. You're going to want to trust me on this one. It's like he's the type of guy that would like out of the goodness of his heart. Yeah. Like just be like, I got us all uniforms for my bachelor party. <laughs> and I would leave because I couldn't do You know what I'm saying? Like that's the thing is like that kind of energy is like. What type of uniform would you say no to? Any. Really? I mean, if it was if it was like. Like funny, silly fun. May, then I'd be cool with it. But if it's like, guys, I got some cool shit. And it's like. Like, we're going to go out tonight and look so hot for the yeah, babes. Let's yeah, all match let's for the babes. Let's all match. Yeah. That's the problem. I and understand. Unfortunately, that's that's the type he would have. <laughs> if it's like, hey, we've got these fun onesies or these silly t-shirts. Yeah, it's like, great. Let's have a great exactly. time. <laughs> I, yeah. If you got us the like the bikini shirts. Sure. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, that yeah. had the like drawings of, yes. you know, that's funny. But like, if it's like, guys, I got us all all saints leather jackets. That's when it's so we can oh, look absolutely sexy absolutely for all the babes before we get the old ball and chains locking us down. You know what I mean? Like that's the energy that he would have with the leathers. Yeah, the leather. You most of the time people get worn by a leather. You got to be careful with the leather. Well, she wore that leather. She wore the leather. She, and that green was very cool. I'd never so seen a green good. one like that. So good. Well, and speaking of fashion, yeah. Jesse P. J. P. Immediately addresses Brayden. Yeah, kind of calls him out for the earrings and the, the earrings scarf and the scarf the situation. Which, by the way, I did read that Brayden had said that the reason that he wears the earrings and the scarves and all this, uh, specifically the earrings, is that he used to be in the military and they were stri- uh, strict no earring policy. Mm-hmm. So now he's like, I just want to wear them now, whatever, like whenever I can. And it's sure. a conversation piece, and it's you know a way I can express myself. Yes. And listen. First of all, I have a lot of thoughts specifically about Brayden, obviously from yeah. this episode that we will get into. But on a pure fashion note, yes. I appreciate someone 
who wants to express themselves and express themselves through the art of fashion Mm -hmm. and do whatever makes them happy. Okay. I enjoy that. Yes. I will say after this season ends, depending on where he lands as a villain or not in this franchise, he definitely could start some sort of earring or scarf line, but it would be a big seller with like your neighbor, Kathy. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's very much like your neighbor, Kathy, you know, has an an MLM that makes these earrings and these scarves. It's kind of that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like he borrowed his mother's like big old earrings from the 80s. And the circle scarf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the circle scarf. You know, I'm also interested, too, by the scarf with the shorts. I don't know if I noticed He was this. rocking shorts. Yeah. So it was like warm up top, cool on the bottom. Which I can respect because I do so like love that. Ice, it's like an ice bath in the summer. Sure. You know what I mean? He's yeah. kind of going like, maybe he's a little chilly up top. <laughs> sure. Um, but I did like... But it's not for function. It's for fashion. It's definitely for remember. fashion. It's definitely for fashion. For fashion. And Jesse kind of came out and was like, what's with the outfit, bro? But I do like that he made fun of himself with it. Like in the in the... He said... You know, oh, I'm just wearing what feels good and I like it. And I know it looks like a tablecloth, basically. Yeah. I thought that's a cool way. He could have taken that more personal. Well, and he, he could have said- felt attacked a little bit, but he kind of just went with it. So aside from all the stuff we're going to get into later, I do. Yeah. I think that's a good way to handle any time someone you giving you kind of slightly a hard time for what you're wearing. Uh, agreed. Agreed. Because we'll have that all the time. Of some, sometimes the older folks around us will be like, what's that yeah. about? Blah, blah, blah. Right. And like, you know, have some comment. But, Where are the rest of your jeans? Yeah. When we were doing <laughs> And you have like a hole or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> just hey, like, I hope you didn't pay for that. They're broken. <laughs> I hope they were on sale considering half the cloth is off of yeah. them already. My thing too is also if you're going to make fun of someone for something, you know, so Jesse Palmer like talking about any sort of fashion stuff, I would definitely like take a break before well, we Well, you know, he that. was looking nice in that sweater. I thought that it was a very <laughs> it was a sure. nice sweater. I did love the risky JP move. Yes. By then like roasting Brayden and being like, I guess Brayden got the first impression rose and just said, fuck it. Yeah. I was like, JP. Well, here's the thing. Did the, you, <laughs> the AI. Did you see the movie Interstellar? Yes. Do you remember when um, Matthew McConaughey has that droid thing? Yes. And he can set, he has the settings on there, the humor settings. Yes. I think that's what happened with him. Is that they <laughs> turned the humor setting up a little bit. <laughs> They turned the, they're like swearing aloud. <laughs> no, they watched the first episode and they were like the the human setting was low. So they turned up the edge setting and they're like, the hu- let's let's bump the humor. Let's bump their edge. And then let's see if we can get a little bit more out of this. Oh you know what I mean? So the AI is always learning. It's learning and growing. It's, it's always learning and growing. As Bachelor Clues always reminds As, us. Yes. Bless him. So that's what they did. They just kind of upgraded his humor setting. <laughs> To about, I think it was at like 14% and they bumped it to 30. So we got a little bit of an edge out of that, which we liked. We liked that. We liked that. But yeah, again, you know, I have thoughts about Braden that we'll talk about later. But I like someone who's going to make a bold fashion choice. And then like I was saying, he said, he's like, it's a good conversation piece. It's fun, whatever. And I appreciate that. But again, I think it'd be a great collection for Neighbor Kathy. Great name for it too. Neighbor Kathy, right? Neighbor Kathy's really good. Thank you. Um, one last note on the earrings specifically. Yeah. I really hope that because they, they do get big. You know what I mean? They get big. Yeah. And I'm hoping that as it goes, it gets bigger and bigger. <laughs> each episode. So, so they just keep going farther down and down and down. So like by episode five, they're literally like at his ankles and they're very heavy. He just keeps getting used to how big they are. So then he keeps going further and further. 
So then by the end, they're, t- they're, geez, they're dragging on the ground and people are stepping on them. And he has to go to the ER to get like his ear repaired. And, but then he keeps putting them back in and like, it's a whole storyline. Um, and then, it, you know, kind of like Tobias in, um, Arrested development. Arrested development when his hair plugs re- are rejected by his body. But like this whole thing is that he keeps the earrings in because he loves them so much, but he's slowly just like losing, you know, like he's like, it's my identity. So that's what I hope happens, basically. Or not hope, but you know, that's what I maybe hope. Th- I hope they get bigger and bigger and bigger by the end. Yeah, just I don't like, want them to get hurt, but no, no, no. you know, just I like the idea of them dragging I on the I do like ground. the idea of them just like every episode, it's like six inches more. And it's just like... <laughs> They're just getting longer the time, and longer. The time that Heather proposes to Charity or get kicks off, they're just fully. They're dragged. like squid. They're like a squid. They're just like dragging like they're a just, train. It's a full train. <laughs> yeah, it's a train. But how did you not? Did you read spoilers about this season? Did yeah. you, that's how you know what happens. Like, there's gonna, <laughs> uh, during their wedding, there's going to be someone holding her train of dress, and then someone holding his earrings. <laughs> <laughs> And it's just like, we don't tell him that they're a little long. We just kind of, he'll, he'll freak out. <laughs> oh my God. Um, well, anywho. <laughs> that was the first 30 seconds. Yeah, that's, that's our, that's kind of, our, that's the kind of rehabbing we're doing right now. Oh, uh, but we, uh, we find out that the first one-on-one goes to Aaron, Aaron. B, baby. Yes. And I say, Hell yes, this is the competition that begins because we started to see a potential Aaron B. Braden moment last episode, but I will say we didn't see it this episode at all. That doesn't mean it's going to go away, but initially I'm like, oh, okay. Because if we've seen previews for the future, it looks like Aaron B. and and Braden are having some words. So Don't have a great vibe. Loving that the competition is now beginning. He gets the very first date, and Braden is already feeling like he needs more affirmation than the first impression rose. It wasn't enough. It wasn't yes. enough, and uh, he's going to let the guys know that later. Yeah, I mean, well, and we'll get into this more again later, but the first impression, Rose, is a big insecurity creator. It, it either, creates yeah. huge insecurity. It because also, it either creates insecurity for the person or for the people, the rest of the cast. Yeah, for the rest of the cast, but I do think, I do think that it's more insecure for the person who gets it. Interesting. Because... Uh, remember last season? Greer, yeah. Greer got it. Yep. And it messed her up the whole rest of the season. It, mm-hmm. Like, it, it it gives you, like, a, a first of all, it gives you an immediate superiority complex. Yep. So they immediately always take it a little too far. They always kind of like, I got this in the bag. And then... <laughs> Some of the people, yeah. But I'm saying a lot of it, it just kind of yeah. seems to, like, create that in people. And then when all of a sudden the next date's chosen and it's not them, they start spiraling. Yeah. Versus everyone else hasn't been given anything yet. So they're a little bit like they're slowly growing. But if you get that initial like boost, it messes with the people's heads. And mm-hmm. so it's just really interesting how you watch him go like from high and he's kind of like cocky and he's like, and then he starts to spiral when he's not getting all this adoration that he thought he was going to get. It's almost like, and then, yeah, it's just, I have more to think about it later or more to talk about it later, but it does seem to create a, almost like a complex for people because they think like, wow, we have something so much more special than everyone else does yeah. right away. Yeah. And I think it, from there, it's only downhill in yes. a lot of ways for their brain. They're yes. like, oh my gosh, wait, no, why isn't, why aren't they coming up to me? What's going on? Yeah. We thought we had something. And you sometimes know? the first impression, uh, Rose Holder, in fact, I think frequently the first impression Rose Holder will end up being the person who walks away with the lead. 
Really? Yeah. Or it's, I think uh, statistically it's a high percentage. Mm, interesting. So then, but in you know, recent seasons, it hasn't that's been. That's what I'm saying. Recent seasons, especially. It's yeah. just, I feel like, but I feel like it creates in them like a real, they yeah. become, they start having problems with people don't like them. It's, it's interesting. It almost mm-hmm. creates this like, yeah, anxiety. Yeah, that's interesting. So we got Aaron. I wonder too, if sometimes when the, the rest of the house won't like someone, won't be a fan of someone is maybe sometimes is maybe the 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 person who gets the first impression rose uh more like a big personality so of course they pop to the lead the first night and then they might rub everyone else the wrong way yes. in the house because they are a big personality perhaps I, I think there's many elements to this I don't know interesting I think there's a special I think Game of Roses should do a deep analysis on the first impression rose I'm sure they already have actually I'm sure they already have. <laughs> so like what are you talking about so let me of just, course let me just access their their uh, the database their database yeah <laughs> Um, well, again, Aaron B. ends up getting the first one-on-one, I mean, that gorgeous red Mustang that rolls out. Yeah. Charity is driving, which obsessed. What a power move. I, I just love so that move. I would be so grateful if she drove too, because I can't, I can barely drive a stick. So if they were like, Evan, go ahead and drive, I'd be like, I think she should. I think that's <laughs> like, cool. You know she does. I would love for her to have the opportunity to, to, to just drive this that, car first, this gorgeous car. I would never be that type of toxic male that said, I should drive. Are you insane? <laughs> You're just ta- and I'm just like trying that they it's don't. not. <laughs> Sorry. No, I know. I'm just, <laughs> just like grinding the gears. Also, I was looking at you the whole time saying, oh my God, if I was charity and I had to do the driving yeah. in any of these bachelor moments where the lead has to drive, I'd be sweating if I was the lead because I'm a terrible, I'm a terrible driver. I've gotten better. You've gotten a lot better. In recent years, um, with some more practice, I guess, yeah. <laughs> in my 34th year. But I'm not a good driver. And the idea of having a camera in my face while I'm trying to drive and there's cameras everywhere and, and you're having to try to talk and like get to know the person. I can't do those two things at once. Yeah. And then on top of it, they are going on a specific road that I have driven through before and was freaking out about because you're on the edge. Everything is so tight. So you're having to be filmed. I'd be panicking. So yeah, I would not have wanted that. I'd be like, can we get someone else to drive and we can just talk in the back of the car? Yes. That would be great. For those of you who don't live in LA or don't really, you know, spend much time here, there's a lot of small roads up in the hills. Tight And roads. it's a lot of like people have to pull over to the side in order to let you go. You have to pull over constantly to let someone else go because these roads were built with like Model T's in mind. Yeah. And so like it can be kind of stressful when you're like up on the hills and you have to pull over to the side off a cliff and then like let someone go through. So I, yeah, it's definitely not like ideal to be chatting about like, so what's your childhood trauma about? And then you're like trying not to yeah. die. <laughs> you're you just know? like, oh my God, cold pants. <laughs> Yeah, I would have been so nervous, but you know. So the Hollywood sign. They go to the Hollywood sign. They go to the Hollywood sign together. They have their champagne and the views, and she shares with him that she chose him um, after having a conversation with him about how long his parents have been together and how long they've like deeply loved each other. And I have to say, immediately these two feel very comfortable together in their energy. It very much felt like they have known each other for a really long time. You know when you just meet certain people where you're like, I don't know, in another life I knew you. I feel like I've known you for forever. Yes. Almost more than anyone, I feel that energy between her and Aaron B. Yes. Is this... Super comfortable. This like knew you in another life energy. Mm -hmm. It's not forced. 
Mm-mm. It's a very calm, very relaxed. Very relaxed. Um, I didn't necessarily feel electricity. Mm-hmm. Could be that he's a little slower to open up and take time to kind of like find his speed a little bit. Maybe he's just a calm guy, relaxed. I didn't, I didn't notice something that was like, like obviously they had amazing makeouts and they were like, it was yeah, very the romantic. Were were definitely romantic, right? But I'm, but I'm also starting to kind of wonder now. That again, charity being like Katie Thurston a little bit in that the kiss, they're very, they're very good at kissing. And so it can look like they're in love with whoever they're kissing because they're really good at it. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. The reason why I'm saying this is because I catch myself going, Ooh, they have a strong connection. Look at them kiss. And then I'm going like, it might just be that like Charity's that good of a kisser to where like you keep thinking that, that they're in love, but, but you know what I'm like, saying? Oh, she's just an incredible kisser. But she's kisser. just a really good kisser. And yeah. so it's like, you know what I'm saying? Cause I'll, yeah. uh, so that's more what I'm wondering is like, she seems like she could kind of build chemistry with a lot of people cause yeah. she's just talented and like charismatic and sweet. She's kind of got that ability. So mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting to see who like sparks her. Yes. Yes. But I can see all the guys being sparks and feeling a spark. I think she, more than anyone we've seen in I don't know how long, will have a lot of men be absolutely in love with her. And it'd be like when she has to say goodbye, it'll be devastating for them. Because I feel like there's gonna be like at least eight guys who like legitimately fall in love. Um so so my thing is I like him a lot. I like him a lot. Um, I'm glad that we got over the whole coin flipping thing because there was like three more coin flips happening and I was well, like, we better end this coin listen, flipping thing. I'll tell you what I wrote down. So at the very beginning of this episode, right. we see him in the mansion kind of by himself flipping just, the coin. It's just, just like, just like <laughs> warming up. No, he's flipping the coin. And then when he started to flip it again, when he was with her, I first wrote down, oh my God, were we wrong this whole time? And it's actually a real quarter with heads and tails. And this man it's is like that much of a risk taker. And he's just like, you know what? I believe in the fate of this coin. And he's just flipping this coin and going, this coin is, is, is genuinely, this mm. coin is truly the North star and it is doing me well. And I'm like, it's a real coin, isn't it? Like I just yeah, felt yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. all of a sudden in my body watching him flip it alone. I'm like, Oh my God, we were all wrong. And he's, he's at home just laughing at all of us. Just like you guys, you think it's a fake coin. You think it's a double sided coin. This is a real coin. Well, and this is just my fate. I kind of, you know me, I'm always like creating fake scenarios in my brain well, for no reason. We love a fake scenario. Um, I kind of had like a Frodo Baggins moment in my head where he had become like, addicted to the coin oh okay and the rush was so big that like he can't let the coin down so he's like i have to use the coin he uses it for everything so he's like what am i gonna eat tonight chicken or steak (laughs) it's just like steak it is you know what i mean like everything's a coin flip to him right or left i guess i'm not gonna get home because i took a left and i keep getting (laughs) left and right and left and right and i'm now i'm an hour away from home but i gotta follow the coin because and he's like don't touch the coin (laughs) you know what i mean it's become like it's become sacred you know what i can't lie to you if all of a sudden i started today flipping a coin using a coin and especially if the first five were like a good decision i'd be like I'm starting to do this for everything. It'd be like if I had a magic eight ball and it was right a couple times in a row, I'm like, I guess I'm using it 24 seven. That's what he says. CTC consult the coin. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He consult the coin. 
And that's what you have to do sometimes. You got to flip the coin. But the problem is that he's, he's so obsessed with fate now that he does think that there's a power in the coin. So, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I think (laughs) you guys, I'm so sorry. This is so dumb, but I do, I do, I do love the idea that he's, you saw him flipping a coin like by himself and it's because he was like, He's like, now I'm locked in. This this coin coin has done me well so far. So now I have to consult the coin. I have to CTC. We must consult the coin. (laughs) Coin life. Title of the app. Yeah. Um, But I felt like, which was sweet to me. Yeah. It seemed like all of a sudden he felt like guilty, like even though he shouldn't. But hey, I just want to. In full transparency, make sure you know, I, I, I'm really into you. I feel like our relationship is taking uh, farther steps and we're getting to the next level. Yeah. So I just need you to know before our relationship goes further, this is indeed a two-sided coin. She's it's like, heads on both sides. She's like, I know. I mean, she's like, like, I know. I, I thought it was cute. And then you started doing it a lot. And you're on coin flip number eight. And I've talked to you for four minutes total. So, like, I think we're all set on the coin. I think I'm really good that you're telling me and we can put this to bed. <laughs> um, but here's my thoughts with Aaron Beam. You know what? I felt like in the first episode, I liked him in the first episode. But like I had said to you, I feel like there were there were a lot of, like, here's the piano. Here's the coin. Kind of gimmick vibes. The kind of gimmick thing. And I said to you, I bet he'll start opening up more. And I think he was maybe a little nervous the first night and also probably getting... Um, suggestions from like Clancy yeah. and friends who are like you should try this to stand out and make yeah. sure that you know she gets to know you this way and da 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 and I feel like we're going to see him more and I felt like that happened this episode and I think he's going to be a little bit of a slow build that's what I'm feeling I think we're going to get to know him more and more um I mean, there were a few moments throughout the episode like before they had the evening portion where she made a comment about like my radar feels really good with him, but is it too good to be true? And I was a little yeah. bit, I was like, is this foreshadowing for us? Uh-huh. And is it going to not be how it feels? Um, but I would say my natural inclination is like, I, I feel like he's a little bit of a slow build, which I personally am drawn to. I try to, I kind of like someone yeah. who's a little bit of a slow build as yourself. You know, you're not like not wham out the out gate. The box. No, you, it's, it takes time for you sure. to open up. And I feel like we got to see um, more of him this episode. And I felt like he was more relaxed this episode. Um, I felt like they were super comfortable, like I said, together. And yeah, I'm not sure a hundred percent if like there's the electric chemistry, even though the makeouts were incredible, but I definitely feel like he's going to go far. If not ultimately maybe be the one, like maybe she just gets to know him more and more and more. That's kind of how I'm feeling with him. Mm -hmm. Um, And then especially too in the evening portion of the date where they had that gorgeous theater. And when they sat down, down together, um, he opened up to her and said that, you know, he was in this long relationship and he, was vulnerable enough to say, like, I wasn't the best boyfriend and I wasn't great with active listening. I wasn't a good communicator. And so I started to go to therapy for that. And I thought that that was really special because I also thought that that was a window into, again, maybe seeing that he will be a little bit of a slow build. Yeah. You know, he's saying that, like, yeah, I'm having to work on active listening and communicating and and letting my boundaries down because he shared, too, then when he opened up after therapy, he was hurt by some friends. Mm-hmm. So he let her know, like, she's such a safe space for him. Yeah. And I would be like, yes, charity is like just the safest of spaces. Right. 
And I could see someone like him who might have a tendency to have his walls up a little bit. Yeah. Just fall, like maybe be a slow build, but feel so safe and seen by her. And yeah. then. No, I, I like that. Know. I like that he was admitting to like faults in his last relationship. That yeah. was interesting. I'd never seen anybody do that before. And it wasn't like, a, oh, you know, I did this bad thing. It was just more like, to be honest with you, my last relationship was my fault because I wasn't a good listener and I wasn't. It was like, that's really interesting. I think it was like really fucking it real. Could go, it could go either way. But I think like as opposed to like how it's accepted, you know, that type of comment that early on. Yes. Um, But I felt like that's really interesting. Like that was a really cool way to be vulnerable very quickly. It felt very real to me. More it wasn't anything, like humble. It was very humble. And it wasn't like here's this like you know this story about my life sure where you know because he i'm sure he's experienced hardships hardship. in his life i caused hardship which i thought was really cool yeah and i really liked that yeah i liked that moment it yeah. takes it scary to be vulnerable like that on national tv and not know how she might take it or the audience might take yeah. it because the audience might go well, if he was like this in his life, I mean, you know, mm -hmm. there, there's 100%. So I really appreciate it. I liked it. that a lot. And then after that, mm -hmm. they had a moment where I apologize. I forget the name. Lauren uh, Aliana. L it was L.A. It was something. Um, Lauren, a Lauren A. Where they had a, a musical moment, yes. and you know what? Sometimes the musical moments do not hit, and that they made me so she, uncomfortable. She gave me the arm and goes, "Look at my chills." <laughs> it was one of those. Moments. You know what I mean? She gave me the chill. She's like, "Chill." She's like, because, "Adore my chills." <laughs> because here's the thing: there are a lot of times when on the show the musical moments make me so uncomfortable, and I hate them. Yeah. And one in this moment, I beautiful. loved the song. She was an incredible singer and then their chemistry and the atmosphere and the kissing and all of the combination. And then when the tears started to fall is when we had the ITM with Charity. Mm. And she said, if this is a sign of what's to come and she started getting teary eyed and I'm like, oh my God. She's like, if this is what the, yeah, if this is what the guys are like, I'm in for like an amazing experience. Yeah, if this is know? a sign yeah, and the tears and I was... I was done. It yeah. was romantic. It was very romantic. Although I'm really, I do feel like there's a misrepresentation musically. Okay. Like I'm not seeing much metal or anything <laughs> like that. You know what I'm saying? Like active rock. You're like, there's, there's country and pop. <laughs> it's mostly country. Cause I get it. It's always like, and I held her hand all night and we had 14 kids and then we got, we put them into school and then we live forever, forever. You know, it's always like, it's always just very like obvious. The lyric is always like, so I took her on a date and then we had some kids and then we bought a house and then we hung out and then we're super old and then we're died and then we're in heaven. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the energy. What I'd love is just like, ooh, you know what I mean? Like something cool like that where you walk in and it's just, fuck yeah. Anyway, just a thought. I mean, could you imagine that would really spice it up? It really would. You could cut this if you want, you guys. All right. So what's next? Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> next we have next we have the group date the yeah. group date number one so you yes. find that there's only going to be one one-on-one -on -one. that's what we're told we yes. had a little sneaky one-on-one -on -one, a little partial one-on-one -on -one yeah. moment later but uh two group dates this episode 
And in the midst of this, we're having some mansion moments where we're alluding to the gentleman not being thrilled with Brayden's yeah. vibe. He's a classic foot in the mouth guy. You know what yeah. I mean? He's just talking nonstop. And it's just like, <laughs> it's crazy how amazing I am. It's like, what? You know what I mean? He's got a, he's got a real like knack for just like talking nonstop about like stuff that like kind of only child vibes. You know what I mean? Kind of just like, hey, man. We don't need to hear about our daughter's offended. I know. I'm just saying like, there's just like this, you know, here's more about me energy. And I think that's like rubbing the people the wrong way. You know sure. what I mean? Cause they're like, we're all in this together. We're all kind of like feeling that we're in our own We're all space. trying to figure this out. Yeah. And you just, who, for, and you just got the first impression Rose. So like, he's already kind of starting to make comments about like, it's not enough. And people are like, what are you joking? You, you know, who's the, the similar energy I'm getting is last season blonde, who would always talk, maybe it wasn't last season, well, maybe it was last season, who would always talk about, what season was it? It wasn't last season, it was the season before. Was it Zach's season? It was the season where the blonde, I forgot her name, she was um, country singer lineage, and she would always talk about how like it was unfair that she didn't get another one-on-one, and everybody's like, what are you talking about? Yes, 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 Remember yes, how yes, she yes. had that energy where like she was pissing everyone off because she kept talking about like yes. how annoying it was that she wasn't being chosen, and everyone's like, well, you want us to feel bad for you that you're not getting another rose or a one-on-one? Like, we're not the people who you should be sympathizing with for your you not winning. Yes. And he's kind of got that energy where he walks in yeah. and he goes like, I just don't get it. Like, I should be getting that rose. And everyone's like, what? Everyone's like, are you, you want me just, to say? Yeah, you're not stoked that you, you already got the first impression, Rose? Like, let's, let's ease the, up on it. Yeah, that's kind of the energy. Just be aware, Brayden, inside thoughts, you yes. know? This is stuff you're processing. Earlier, he felt more harmlessly talkative. Yeah. Just like, he's excitable and he talks. And then that was we're seeing in this episode that, like, it's right. definitely getting more like, okay, you're not paying attention to the signs and you're kind of definitely starting to go off the rails. So, but that was the energy I was getting. Yes. It was just like not realizing, the not reading the room. Yes, not reading the room at all. Yeah, yeah that's what it felt like initially. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they got the first group date yeah. and a group of the men go to Venice Beach, and at first they believe that they are simply building sandcastles, um, which at first, you know, again, we, we think maybe Brayden's going to be upset about this because he's talking about beforehand how much he loves competition, and yes. he is ready to compete yes. for Charity's Heart. And, you know, are you going to compete by building sandcastles? I don't know. Maybe it becomes a competitive sandcastle off. You know, yes. who knows? But Jesse then shows up in a wild game show host suit. <sighs> It was a strange look. It was white <laughs> shoes, a pair of jeans. Um, it, a, was it a, a pair of jeans? up like financial level. Yeah, it was a pair of jeans. Yeah. And okay. it was a financial level like button up shirt. That was a, a. With a suit coat over it. Yeah. Here was the problem. With a, with a sort of flannel pattern. Or yeah, with a flannel pattern. So it did nothing. Not, everything was different colors and different patterns. It was patterns. an interesting vibe. Second of all, the strange move was that the the shirt was buttoned up like all the way up and the jacket was closed. So it was like a casual, it was half casual, half very formal. Well, he's dynamic. They turned up, they turned <laughs> down, They it was the fashion, they turned up like personal fashion choice and then they were like, okay, we got to back that down because he's like, He's going off a little bit. So They're like he seems to have really tapped into like Brayden. This, this guy's walking in a full suit <laughs> on the beach. Like he's I think we're missing this a little bit. He's tapped into Brayden. So he's like 
personal oh. fashion. So he's yeah. now interested. The AI is interested in personal fashion choices. And so now the It's AI so is... strange because he showed up to the mansion in a cardigan. Yeah. And he shows up to he the beach cozy. in a suit. Yeah, definitely. Like, but you know what? No, I like, will say the though, the they end like, up having, shirt but they have the dodgeball tournament. So he's got to look kind of TV ready, I guess. I think that was a little bit what was going on. But at first I was very confused, yeah. very confused by it. But then he announces, indeed, there will be a competition and yes. it is the dodgeball um, they end up showing us a full trailer of the dodgeballs of the past, yes. uh, including the Yosef reaction and Claire sees. And they even have, I don't know if they had Aaron S say this or if he's a big fan of the show, but he said, I can't believe we're doing this when Yosef has a daughter at home, which I was, I was like, that was a, that was a fantastic moment in the episode. So I don't yeah. know if they fed him that line or if Aaron S is a massive bachelor fan. I can't. I believe I, I forgot that like they got, they had to get fully naked that one episode. Yeah. yeah that yeah. was gnarly. Yeah. I mean, just like literally like you better take your pants off. Yeah. That was, I just forgot that happened. And I was like, how is that yeah. even real? <laughs> okay. It was just like, Oh my gosh. I'm just a little bit more like, listen, listen, bachelor, bachelorette franchise, you know, just give people, just give people options when it comes to, you know, their own, their own choices with their body. You know, that's, <laughs> that's, that's not really a part of the writing. <laughs> like, it's just like, you know, some people are comfortable with some things. Some people aren't comfortable yeah. with certain things. You just, just give an allowance. Yeah, well, you I, mean, know? People, I think it was like, they got shavers. So the oh, show yeah. at the end that they're like, they're like sitting there putting these speedos on and like shaving. They're like escaping as they're doing this. It was wild. So, okay. So we start playing the game. The fact that they didn't put these people like the fake crowd. So they on have the a crowd, which by the way, it's a very small crowd that they have brought together. Probably 15 people on each side. On each side. Yeah. Right. So it's not a full crowd. No. It's just a, a spattering no. <laughs> of mostly middle-aged women, yes. uh, you know, who are probably fans of the show yes. that are on the sidelines. Yes. And they put them directly behind the lines where the balls go like soaring. So these women are sitting there as, as grown men are throwing balls at full speed <laughs> and the guys are m moving out of the way and these balls are just absolutely like pelting these people and they're running for their lives <laughs> and i'm just going like like literally people are getting like hit and like blah, blah, and i'm just like they're walking like i'm thinking behind the scenes people are walking off with bloody noses and like people are like going oh my god they're like oh, bleeding everywhere and they're like there's like there's like a there's like a you know ambulance that has to come and like collect four of these people like it's like basically what happens is someone gets hit breaks their nose blood everywhere right and then the producers are like do not move stay behind the line they're bleeding out we yeah. have to keep what's it what, the, yeah what's the um, continuity we have to keep the continuity you, Jenny, we have to keep there. The, of the shot sarah she has to go to the hospital you move to her spot and as the as the ambulance is there people keep getting blasted in the face and like breaking their noses so they just stay there for like an hour and just collect all the bodies basically and take them all to the hospital in one go because i mean these people are like jumping out of the way almost getting hit and like, like, it was wild i mean like it was when, actually when, insane. when we say these balls were ricocheting at high speeds off of every part of these middle-aged women's bodies <laughs> oh it was <laughs> unbelievable these men are 25 year old 
shredded athletes throwing handballs like oh at God. 80 miles an hour. And these like 37 year old women are just getting absolutely pelted and like jumping out of the way. It was insane. And they were like, they were in the, the, the show was like focusing on it. They would like slow the ball down as like, as like Jenny is like. Like, it, was it was bringing back I have like some serious dodgeball trauma like I was always I'm not athletic so dodgeball always really really scared me so much oh my God, in junior me. high and high school and I'm like if I would have been one of those women that was like oh my god I love yes, the Bachelor. I would love to be on The Bachelorette this season. And then they put me behind those lines and I am running for my life. And they're like, no, you got to stay there. It's like when you get hit with a, and your hair is long and, it, and you hit and, and the head goes like this, but the hair goes the other way. So it just like, like that. It's like, you should watch me. I'm going to be on the show. And it's like, you just like your face, like going three different ways. So we would love to send our thoughts to all of these oh women. My please gosh, let us know. Please, please send a DM saying that you are Okay. Oh my gosh, that was insane watching you guys get pelted by balls and running for your lives. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's keep talking about yes. this date, but we do have to take a quick pause. Quick pause. Um, so, summer means dreamy, warm nights, and I want to make my family delicious meals to eat under the shining moon, okay? <laughs> but I. <laughs> Why are you laughing at the fact that I want to make beautiful meals for you and our daughter under the shining moon? But here's the thing. I don't know how to cook. Okay, so I'd like to do it, but I don't know how to cook. I struggle in the kitchen and the grocery store even knowing what to get. But you know what has always saved me and makes me look like a professional chef? Mm. That's HelloFresh, baby. HelloFresh. Oh, we love it. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit, baby. Nothing makes a shining moon more incredible (laughs) than uh, HelloFresh's seasonal ingredients, which are picked at peak ripeness and travel from the farm to your doorstep in less than seven days for fresh flavor in every bite. Uh, Stuck in a recipe rut? Take a bite out of something new with 40 recipes to choose from weekly. You'll always find meals everyone at the table will enjoy. And HelloFresh is more convenient than grocery shopping. But did you know it's cheaper too? It's also 25% less expensive than takeout. And let me tell you about my HelloFresh obsession. Do you need dinner ready like now? Look for quick and easy recipes on the HelloFresh menu, including fast and fresh options. These are ready in 15 minutes or less. It's incredible. And HelloFresh Market has new snacks, meals, and more to add on to your weekly orders, like their fun s'mores bundles for kids or me. I love it. How fun is that? And also HelloFresh makes entertaining easy with a selection of crowd-pleasing eats, like their snack board with pretzel bites, spiced bar nuts, and hot honey peach jam. It's Perfect. Go to HelloFresh.com slash MomDad50 and use code MomDad50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash MomDad50 and use code MomDad50 for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Family, you know the hair struggles that I've had over the years, and I really tried so, so many products. I was trying to take care of my hair and my scalp health, and let me tell you 
Vegamore is what changed my hair game. You all know this. I am so grateful for Vegamore. Now for the past year and a half, my hair is growing and it's strong and it's shiny due to Vegamore. Blessings. With Vegamore, you can get visibly thicker, fuller, shinier, longer hair, all without the harsh ingredients. Uh, All Vegamore products are 100% cruelty-free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. And Vegamore has value kits like the Grow Essentials Kit where you get to try more than one amazing product at a great savings. When you sign up for a monthly subscription, you save more and you never run low on the products you need to take care of your hair. Vegamore's shampoo and conditioner are my favorite. I am never using anything else. It makes it so easy to take care of my hair. And the key is consistency in your routine for your most beautiful, healthy looking hair. So I use Vegamore hair serum daily and my hair and scalp are flourishing. And let me tell you something, this hair serum is everything because it doesn't make my hair oily. I love it. Fun fact, Vegamore sells one bottle of grow serum every 15 seconds on their website. It's so good. Give yourself the hair you never thought you could have with Vegamore. For a limited time, your mom and dad listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash momdad and use code momdad at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash momdad. Code momdad to save 20% off your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash momdad. Code momdad. Okay, so during this group date, you know, while the uh, the bystanders are getting absolutely decimated, yeah. uh, we're seeing certain individuals really stand out. Mm-hmm. Xavier is crushing yeah. it. Um, we see Caleb, the wrestler. Uh-huh. He's also crushing it. He's got... 316. I'm assuming it's John 316 uh, markered really on his chest. Out there. Yeah. <laughs> He's letting the people know. And then also we have Adrian, who, I mean, at least to us viewers, is clearly crushing the competition. Crushing like yeah. he is having so many moments throughout this, as is Caleb and Xavier. Yeah. But Adrian, we're seeing a lot of it. Throughout this, we're having Braden's commentary a little bit about how. Caleb, he believes, is the one who's going to get... He just clearly like doesn't like Adrian, and so he's just pissed that he's even doing good. Yeah, there must be already something. I don't know. Who knows? But the pink team wins, and then the MVP is declared by Charity, and it is Adrian, and this means just the pink team and Adrian get to go on the night portion of mm-hmm. the date. So the green team has to go home. Brayden is now talking about how he thinks it should have been Caleb. I don't understand... What the obsession with Caleb is, why he already doesn't seem to like Adrian, he is fixated. Yeah. It's very weird to be that obsessed with like who got MVP of a dumb little game. I'm like, you're on the pink team. You won, so you get so to go. You... But they end up doing the after party with mm-hmm. the pink team and Brayden and Charity have a moment. Um, he, in this conversation, brings up... Like, hey, I know I got the first impression, Rose, but essentially I need more affirmation. And she gives this to him graciously and lets him know how she feels about him. They start making out. He connects it with the movie Avatar somehow. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, dude, we are like the Avatar when you put your ponytail together. Do feel good about, though, that Charity did. And I thought, like, ooh, that was a really good, like, she kind of checked him a little bit. Uh-huh. He's talking about, oh, I get the first impression, Rose, but I don't feel like that's enough anymore. I feel like we have an amazing connection, this, this. And then she kind of batted him down a couple notches by going, I do feel like that first night we had a great little conversation. It was very playful. And um, for the limited time that we had, I felt like we had a good time together. Kind of going, like, 
calm your horses down. Like, I think you're cool and we've had a vibe, but like, don't think that like I'm in love with you. You know what I mean? And I think that was kind of the energies. He had been in his own head thinking like, I think we're in love. And she's a little bit like, no, we had a good conversation and like we had some fun. So I gave you the rose, but like, don't overstate the first impression rose. It's first impression. It's not like, First, I didn't love like first sight. ask you to propose to exactly. me. Exactly. So yes. I think she's she could probably sense from him that he like took it a little too far, and, yes. and she was kind of had to go. No, we had a great conversation. That's why I gave it to you. Yes. But that's about it. Like now, it's almost like she is a therapist and went to school for all of this. And got all of her exactly. Degrees. Honestly, this season, even just two episodes in, it is so clear that this woman is a professional because what's going on in these conversations again it's like the active listening and the way that she is framing things yeah it's a it's a 10 Mm -hmm. i'm now like are we gonna have all of our leads be therapists because clearly we're loving this right no we're loving this absolutely um and then we have a moment with uh john and charity and he talks about how he played professional basketball he's so smiley and sweet Mm mm-hmm um, they end up having a good makeout mm-hmm. session. He asks for it. She likes that he took the initiative. Yeah. I really like John. Mm-hmm. John has really great energy. And even the way that you're seeing him interact with the other guys so far in the season, I'm liking. Yeah, he doesn't seem to be problematic or looking for any drama. He just seems to be there just for her. And he's right. kind of like doing his own thing. But he's still then strong <clears throat> in the conversation yes. and, and speaking up with his truth mm-hmm. and things. And mm-hmm. I really I like, like him. him. Now, while this is happening... Brayden then sits with the men and he starts explaining why he's kind of wanting it all right now. And he's saying that, you know, the first impression rose or even this rose for tonight is just a drop in the bucket Mm -hmm. because what he wants is time. Now, what Adrian brings up to him is science. (laughs) He says, my guy, scientifically, if you get a rose, that means more time on the show. Right. Because that means you will be here longer. So I hear you, but also a rose does equal more time. Right, right. And Brayden seems annoyed by this Mm -hmm. immediately that Adrian offers this perspective. And he right away then directs at him that he wouldn't have ever picked him as the MVP, that he would have picked the wrestler. And that he was like a guy who only won a championship ring because he got traded at the last minute. Which was really rude. Yeah, it was just very young. And I That's know what he's it felt like. And he's twenty four. Like, yeah, it just felt like high school vibes. Like Well, the only reason why you're on this team anyway is because your dad's rich. You know, it had yeah, that had that energy. Yeah. And it was kinda like a are we really are we really talking about the legitimacy of winning? a silly speedo game on the beach. Like, what are we talking? It was just very weird. And then Adrian saying to him, like, you know, I I didn't pick myself as MVP. Like I was chosen. So I don't know why you're, you're coming at me about the fact that charity chose me. Like, and he even then said, he's like, yeah, Caleb was great, but I was chosen. So, what am I supposed to go? You know what? Actually, I don't deserve I think this. My teammate, Caleb, the wrestler should have gotten it instead of me. Exactly. So I'm going to sacrifice my MVP penis over to Caleb. MVP penis. My wow. MVP. I like that. So immature. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. <laughs> but that was, so the, this is when it starts to really shift yeah. to me personally with Brayden, because listen, 
I'm understanding that, you know, he's a big personality. Yeah. He's talkative and it's like, yeah, I get big energy. I'm sure when you, you know, know the guy, he's a nice guy. But it's it's when it shifted for me because I was like, Brayden. And I, again, I understand the youth, but then not making excuses for the youthfulness of it. Mm. That you're like, this is just a moment where it feels like it's not about charity right now. You've talked about how you are very competitive a few times throughout this show. And this feels like competitive nature. Like for some reason you decided that you felt like Caleb should get it. And then you're annoyed that Adrian batted you back a little bit. And now you're taking it really personally. And then you're responding in this way that to me is inappropriate by just talking when you shouldn't and calling yeah. someone out for something that has it's, has nothing to do with them. And then it's the same thing that we see then later after the second group date where then it doesn't even involve him. Yeah. And then it, he makes it about him uh-huh. and then he gets very defensive about it and then is saying these things about charity that are just so not okay to me. Yeah. It's really strange. He's just acting strange to me. Yeah. I don't really get it. Like, no, me either. I was having like, a hard time even, like, following. For, for getting chosen in the silly game? Why are you mad that she kissed... Some, is it Did she kiss someone else? Or th- it's like, you're mad that she kissed someone in front of other people? Like, Yeah, we'll what? get into that. But Yeah, yeah. I'm just, it's just very strange behavior. I'm not really understanding. Now, I'll say this. We are recording this Monday night, and yeah. this is releasing on Wednesday morning. So since... Or between now and when we would drop this, maybe via Instagram, Brayden will have said something. something. Adrian will have said something. One of the men might say something that, sure. that was happening behind the scenes that we missed, or we'd have more insight into it. Yeah. But yeah, I agree with you. Just confused on that. Um, and I have to tell you, man, it's just he's just an instigator. It just feels like he's an, being an instigator yeah, for was, no reason right now. I was kind of team him that first episode because I just felt like he was rubbing people the wrong way, but only because he just was very excitable. Mm-hmm. But this is where we're seeing it's not just excitability. It's kind of instigation. It's kind of speaking when you're not when you're out of turn. It's kind of like pushing people's button for no reason. It's like yeah. being super braggadocious in front of people's faces. It's a little... I mean, I could told, all I'm trying to say is I could really understand why people, he would run rug people the wrong way. Well... I was, I gotta tell you, and I know later in the episode, we're having a lot of the men be like, send home Brayden and Adrian. So again, I don't know what the, and I, and then the guys, of course, because they're not getting time. I also don't know what's happening behind the scenes and conversations, but I gotta tell you, I I felt like if I was Adrian and I'm sitting there and out of left field, Brayden is like, I don't think you should be MVP and it's just kind of coming for me. I would have lost it. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, yes, I'm tired. I'm trying to get to know this person. I'm like, why are you coming for me? Yeah. I'm not doing anything. Like I, I did well in the game, and they chose me. And so you're gonna, you're gonna uh, put a spotlight on me about yeah. this. I, I would, I would not be happy. You felt the rage. I felt the rage yeah. coming in, and I would have snapped at him. Now Adrian goes to charity, and he kind of talks with her about it. So he ends up sharing with Charity. He lets her know that he has a child. So this is a big deal with him because he's like, listen, I this is a, a big sacrifice for me. And of course, Charity handles it perfectly and is like yeah. sees him and acknowledges all of that. And then he lets her know that, you know, it's kind of tough for him because 
he's here and it's a big sacrifice and it means a lot to him to be here. And he feels like there's kind of an energy in the house that might feel more like vacation spring break for some of the guys. Now, of course, Charity is not down for this. She is our bachelorette. We have to have people here who are here for the right reasons. And I believe Charity is ready to get married. With all my heart, I believe this. So she's not liking this. But he did not bring up Brayden. Right. And if I was Adrian... I would have snapped at Brayden or I would have brought up Brayden. Right. And we know it's like kind of the cardinal sin. If you bring up someone without the lead asking you, you're going to end up getting sent home. And he didn't do that. Yes. Just brought up a general. But he did later. But she asked him. Yeah, I see. Yeah, she did ask him. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. But I mean, like it started. Yeah, I mean, let's get into that second group date. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Got, because it ends, that, up, it ends kind of, up connecting. That kind of where it really starts to boil for him. Yes, 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 yes. Um, so we have the second group date uh, with our dear Jesus, Josh, mm-hmm. John Henry, Michael, Warwick, Joey, and Spencer. Mm-hmm. Gabby and Rachel are there. And we have a live audience and stage, and we find out that they're going to ask the men questions um, and whoever they are most impressed by is going to help Charity break the record for the longest kiss in Batch, in batch Nation history, yeah. which was set originally by Sean Lowe, right. Zach's most favorite. <laughs> An absolute legend. An absolute. I mean, a real, a real golden fedora. <laughs> a real a golden re- I mean, fedora. if you have the longest makeout, you Absolutely. are, you have Illuminati status when <laughs> it comes to your diamond class. Sean Lowe has has three minutes and 27 seconds. So the winner is going to help charity break that. And the ladies ask questions like, you know, where do you put your hands on kissing? Sexiest thing about charity. Final question. And all the men are doing amazing, by the way. Yeah. Love these men. So many good guys this season. Yeah. They're all so many amazing options. Yes. I'm genuinely wowed by like almost all of them. Yes. Genuinely. Almost. Um, (laughs) But then they ask, uh, the men to tell them a story about a special kiss. The guys all give a special kiss story. Shout out to Warwick, by the yes. way. His style. He's so cute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like his vibe. Yeah, I know you like his vibe. I like his vibe. Very, very happy for you. Um, <laughs> but, then Joey, but then Joey ends up telling a story, which basically is a story about the kiss that him and Charity will have. Crushes yeah. it. Yeah. Great call. That was really good. The way he did it, he kept staring at her. And then, you know, they brought up the fact that like, she, he's just hasn't broken eye contact with you once. And like, so he, he's got just a great vibe. Joey? Joey's got such a genuine vibe. I really, really like him. Is incredible. And their kiss, first of all, I can't even imagine. They went for four minutes so, and yeah, 25 after seconds. After they broke the record, they just kept going. And by the way, I don't know if you noticed in the ITM, but Charity made a comment where she was like, yeah, they never told us to stop. And her producer was like, no, they said it. You just didn't hear it. So oh, Charity wasn't enjoying hot. the kiss. <laughs> and then they made out a bunch more that night. Yeah. And, and they then were really connected. Amazing dinner. They like, had, well, uh, it was a cheese board, you know. Oh, charcuterie. Yeah. <laughs> they had an amazing charcuterie board. But that on their one-on-one, sorry, we're all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but Joey... During the one-on-one. Real quick, um, kind of brutal. He gets a, a full makeout session for five minutes. And then after that, they go, by the way, bye, boys. And then he gets a f- one-on-one. Brutal. 
It was that's, that's rough. Brutal. That's Watch rough. someone make out for five minutes and then be sent out. They you don't even to, get like a cocktail vibe. They had or to stare at them. Stare for at them five and then leave. minutes. And then also Gabby and Rachel are like commentating the entire time about like, oh yeah, like <laughs> look at that. Yeah, oh nice tongue action. Grab the <laughs> grab the jaw. Okay, you know, grab the neck, graze the hair. Pull, push, tongue in. You know what I mean? It was literally like... And they're having to watch. And it's a long time. And the producers put those things, those clamps on their eyes so they couldn't look away. They couldn't look away. (sighs) Their eyes were burning. And bless all of them. We'll talk about it in a second. But when they went back to the house and they were like, you know what? We enjoyed this part of the date because... Um, we Charity really got to see this part of us again. Great guys, just right. taking could away be tweaked, could could pull a taking a, a away on it, the, but the beauty, mm-hmm. taking away the beauty from it. Um, but yeah, it was brutal because then Joey got his yeah. one on one. But which, I guess they lost the game, so that's kind of I don't, now yeah. that I'm thinking about it, that was kind of the punishment, right? Yeah. Um. So then they have their one on one. Yes. Powerful dinner or powerful, powerful, powerful charcuterie. <laughs> charcuterie but she's a potent yes absolutely they didn't touch it because he's staring at her and she's giggling and he's like i want to kiss you again and she goes i know that's cute, cute. very cute to say i know so cute i was like writing it down yeah, not, <laughs> not to say me too but say i know that's oh, that's a move i'm gonna, I'm gonna that use that on you at some point oh my um, god we're gonna make out so much you guys it's gonna be mental I'm gonna bust my fedora out and just make out with her so much. But Joey then ends up sharing with her. <laughs> that a funny moment of just like, how how have you and the wife been doing? You guys been good? Yeah, we've been good, dude. Oh my god, last night was insane. What do you mean? You guys tried some new stuff in the bedroom? No, no, just like made out so long. It was <laughs> epic, dude. Made out for I don't know an hour straight, dude. Wait, what do you mean? Just made it? Yeah, oh yeah, dude. Tongue and everything. There's just something funny about that. Anyway, you can, you, you, you can cut that. Um, so I continue. So we have the, the one-on-one. So Joey, when he then shares with her about how family means a lot to him yeah. and his um, family, his mom and dad were divorced when he was younger. And he said a lot of people talk about how a divorce feels like a broken home. But to him, he felt so much love because his parents' marriage marriage ended because his dad ended up coming out yeah. when he was in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. And he shares about how his parents' connection through it, he saw so much love and mm-hmm. they stayed so close and strong and kept the family so tight. Mm. I have to tell you, it was, beautiful. It was so beautiful. And I, I may be wrong about this, so I'm sorry if I'm wrong, but I think this might have been a first on the show where we're talking about a gay parent. Yeah. And I'm so happy. Thank you, Joey, for sharing your story and then talking about, again, how you just saw so much love through both of your parents. And he talks about how he has this incredible relationship with his dad and he Mm -hmm. goes to his dad for everything. I liked it because she has made it very clear that she's very Mm family-focused and he was able to come at it from a place of like, we can be equally as strong even if there is divorce, even if there are changes, like look at my family who's had this completely different journey yet we're equally, if not more stronger because of it. And so I and thought that sounds was cool. like a, a mom and children who are supporting yeah. your dad. Right. And so like, through this. exactly. So yes. it was like, it was really cool to see like, I come from an equally strong family. Yes. Just mine looks different. And I liked that. I love that so yeah, much. It was cool. And so happy to just see 
some representation. I know that his dad's not there, but you know, a family member of someone who is part of the LGBTQIA plus community, someone who is part of the gay community. Um, So sending love to Joey and his family. Love that he was able to share that. He's a really sweet guy. He's, He's really, really nice. I mean, I'm assuming America is obsessed yeah. with joey and if, if it doesn't work out with charity he's not gonna have a problem <laughs> no, he's not the dms he's, will be full he's definitely not yeah. and he seems like he will be a wonderful partner to someone yes. that's for sure um but <clears throat> so this drama so back at the mansion Braden hears about this atrocity <laughs> that must be addressed because he he kind of went like San Diego Aaron with the disrespect. You know what I mean? He kind of went like, I will not have but I gotta say, makeouts happening <laughs> I do not, in front of my face. But let's be clear. I do not believe that our San Diego Aaron would no, of consider not. that disrespect. I'm talking about the disrespect. Yeah. And it was so funny because he goes like, honestly, like, this disrespectful and no one's going to disrespect my friends kind of weird vibe. And I was kind of like, hey, if you got selected to make out for three minutes, would you say... I will not disrespect my friends like this. <laughs> ding, I will, ding, ding, I will ding, kiss ding. you for four seconds in the privacy of the fantasy suite. But up until then, we will not even touch an or hug. Well, so get out of here, dude. There's nothing about disrespect. It has nothing to do well, with. You mean you're on the Bachelorette show? This is the premise of yeah, the show. It's just like, so are silly. you joking? It's so like, it has, it's so obviously it has nothing to do with disrespect. It has nothing to do. It has everything to do with the fact that you're jealous. And that you didn't like the idea that she made out with a guy for a long time and it wasn't you. Well, and That's also, all it is. And, and instead of instead of being honest about that, being going like, honestly, I can't handle that. I'm so jealous right now. He goes, he blames her. And which, it was just like, first of all, it wasn't even her idea. It's his production. Second of all, blaming her for kissing a guy on a dating show. Like, okay, are you, well, did you forget where you are? Also, him blaming her. Don't. We'll, we'll get into that because that is where the anger was sure. boiling up for me. Um, but when, but also the fact too that these men sat there and said, This is what happened with the date. And then the men on the date were like, You know what though? Good for Joey. We saw his fantastic technique. God bless. And uh, it actually ended up being a really good date because we connected with Charity in these ways and she saw these things about us. And yeah, it's a bummer, but like she did see this about us. And Brayden goes, that's ridiculous. Yeah. How do you sit here and say... How could you... And he you know, he makes it sound like a pushover type yeah. energy. Like how could like, you be... I'm an alpha male. I don't let that happen to me. That yes. was his energy big it's time. It's like, how could <clears throat> you be okay with that? So I'm like, when you're getting in your ITMs and you're going like, I'm like upset for my friends that they were disrespected. I'm like, first of all, I don't know if they'd say friends, but and I don't think you represent them. And I don't think they want you to represent. I, them. They, they are happy with the outcome. Sure. I'm sure they would have loved to be Joey in the situation, but they are taking the joy and good out of their time with charity. And even if they're not happy, they're just kind of like, you know what? It is what it is. We lost the game. We, I lost the game. I didn't get, it's, it's no one's fault other than my own that I didn't get to make out with her. Right. I didn't win the game. It's right. not like I was just like unfairly unjustly treated. It was like, I, I gave, I was given an equal shot to win the game. I lost the game. They made out. Okay, great. You know, that's yeah. like, that's called the rules of life. Um, and so but they're then, like, why are you mad on our behalf? Like, how weird is that? But then when he starts going off about how he feels disrespected because of her, 
and how he's going to pack his bags because I don't know if this is someone I can have a relationship with. I'm like, Brayden, I was really trying to be patient. And now I'm like, my guy, how dare you? Yeah. Like charity, like you said too, number one, this is production. Number two, if it was charity's idea, she's the bachelorette. This is the show you signed up with. And the fact that you're going to try to come for her character, this incredible woman who has been so gracious to all of you. And like you said, do he would have jumped at the opportunity to have a long kiss? Of course. And you're going to try to come for her character. Yeah. I'm not happy. I mean, it's ridiculous. Hey, it's just so hey. silly. Right. I'm not happy. No, she's not happy <laughs> about it. I'm not happy about it. It's just very like, it's very school age. Like I, oh, she, she gave me a kiss on my cheek on the school playground and then now she's talking to my friend and I'm pissed. It's just very like, well, you guys don't have a relationship. You guys have had like a couple conversations. You kissed once and now all of a sudden like you're jealous of like what's going on. It's like very weird. Well, and again, too, as we see, this whole thing is talk because he's like, I'm leaving tonight. Yeah. My bags are being packed. And he's like. And guess what? Guess who's there in the morning? Brandon's there in the morning. <laughs> Dressed like what he says to be a 70s rock star. He's there in the morning. And then in the morning, he says, my bags are packed. And if our conversation doesn't go well, and I don't like what I hear, I'm leaving. He's trying to flip the script. I'm the bachelor. <laughs> He's become the bachelor. He's become the bachelor. He's become the bachelor. Dress for the job you want, not the job you have. Velvet, the bachelor edition. Um, And he's still having the whole narrative. And he's still having the whole narrative of, these guys last night came in with their tails between their legs and it's this whole alpha vibe. And I'm like, Brayden, a platoon you, leader. He's like, these are my guys. Like, you don't Brayden, disrespect my guys like that. Like, Brayden, you got a little bit upset about a date and said you were going to leave and your bags are packed. You're still not gone. So. There's always one of those. I'm leaving. And they never leave. And they're like, okay. <laughs> It's always that. And, and the lead's like, please leave. So I don't have to send and you home. Like, It'd I'm be great serious. for me. I, I'll do it. Please, <laughs> like, please go, because now yeah. I, then I don't have to have the conversation with you, where I have to have this awkward conversation. And then he totally misrepresents himself with her talking, being like, you know what, I'm just a little uncomfortable about this, and I just kind of felt like I needed a little bit more. That you know, it was just, it was like not what was actually being told and felt. Yeah, well, when he sat down with her, he 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 said in his ITMs right before talking to her, he was saying that the kissing, the kissing situation is very disrespectful. <laughs> just like it's blowing my mind. I'm like. You need to stop. And like you said, he said something that I don't know if I misheard it. And again, maybe at this point it will have been talked about. But I felt like I heard him say, and I'm sorry if I'm wrong. I really am. But I felt like I heard him say, first of all, I've had a lot of doubt about your character to some degree. But maybe he said, I don't didn't have a lot of doubt yeah i couldn't but tell. i replayed it so i'm not sure if he did say that that's wild i think the main thing we could take away from that interaction was how amazing charity is because she could have freaked out on him for this and be like i'm the fucking bachelorette you can't tell him. i could do whatever i want but she, and she had every right to and if she would have right. i would have been like god no, bless what i'm saying but i'm bless. saying she instead she just said you know what i I want to validate your feelings. I'm grateful for you telling me how you feel. I want a man who can tell me when they're struggling with something or when they're frustrated. I appreciate that. Thank you. And I was like, even though he misrepresented himself, the misrepresentation was met with 
like an understanding yeah. person. And again, from her perspective, all she can take away in this situation is how he's representing himself and then maybe some conversation from the men. But, yeah. but the point is, is even how he re- represented himself, a lot of a lot of uh, leads would have been like, I think you're a little out of line to tell me what I can and cannot do. How can you call that disrespectful? You know what I mean? But the fact that she even said, like, I really appreciate you bringing that up. And it means a lot. Like, I was like, dang. Well, and it's the same way that then she ended up. I mean, ultimately, I know I'm skipping ahead, but ultimately she ended up handling just the Brayden Adrian situation in general. She literally was in her ITM saying, I have Brayden and I've got these thoughts about Brayden. And and I've heard some of them from Adrian. But then, you know, I I have these feelings about Brayden. So when Adrian's saying, I have two guys who are saying two different things to me. And I have my gut feeling, but at the same time, like, I'm going to hear him out. I'm going to watch and see, because I do like both of these guys. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to see what happens. And I love that in The Bachelorette. I love that again. She just isn't doing the the quick. She's not impulsive at all. She's very like, I'm going to get rid of the guys that like, I clearly don't have anything with. Right. And she's like, I I like, I I have have something with Braden. I think he's probably really good looking. I think he's fun. He's different. And I will say this to Braden's credit. He's very different from the rest of the guys. Yes. He does. He's very playful. He's very kind of funny and charming. Like I could definitely see that he's filling a hole in the group of guys that is not as like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, there's quite a few serious guys. There's, there's quite a few strong guys, but there isn't a lot of like kind of fun, playful guys. And he's filling that kind of like charmy, fun, flirty thing. Yes. And so I could totally see where she's going to be like, I'm not just going to delete him. I need to see this play out more. And I think it's smart. Maybe he can reconcile some of this bad behavior. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe she sees it, then gets rid of him. Whatever it is. I like that. She's just kind of like, we're too early for me to just cut someone out because I'm not sure what someone said. But also to think about this, if she's liking Brayden a little more or Adrian a little more because they have tension. If you're the bachelorette, and you're seeing there's tension, you're like, a way I can see someone's character is by watching them interact with their enemy, IRL. Not just removing the enemy, but seeing how they're going to handle this. Like, let's see what happens. Because I'm interested in both of these guys. I love it. I love it. But the whole Brayden thing, the way he then said that, again, I don't know 100% what he said or not, because I'll figure it out by next week. I'm sure there'll be chat on the internet about it. But... He completely, the way that he was like, oh, we're all good then, was very different than the energy he was coming at in the ITMs and the way he was discussing yes. with the guy. So I'm just saying, Brayden, do not disrespect charity. And then she had the conversation with Adrian, and Adrian initially apologizes for that spring break yeah. comment, saying that I didn't mean it for it to be something that's weighing on you. She lets him know she's grateful for it, and she says she wants to know more. She's like, tell me what you meant by that. So... Listen, I know and I don't know what the Internet's going to feel about this in the conversation. But at the end of the day and the guys were like, why did you say this? You didn't need to say this. But I'm a little bit like, OK, yeah, sure. He kind of tapped. He did put it out there a little bit before, yeah. but she did ask him and she wants to know. And so then he shared about Brayden and he also didn't share about Brayden in a way that's like Brayden's a bad guy. Don't trust him. He was just kind of like, you know what? Um, I'm the way I am. And he's might be the way he is. And I'm kind of getting this energy from him because he said this. Now, I I will say he mentioned that Brayden said classless. And I went back and watched it. And maybe I missed it, at least on camera. Maybe it was oh, edited. I'm 99% sure he did. Really? Yeah. I remember him being like, 
you know, as classless that I, that when she's the classless line, I, I almost remember. Okay, I don't, for some reason, I don't remember that. If he said classless, that's just gross. No, that's what I remember. I remember being like, ooh, too far. That was that, that that's took it far okay. because at first, I mean, I, the whole thing's not okay. But I, at opinion. first, I wasn't sure if you were, if he was being like annoyed with the fact that the show had done that. Or if then he was directing it. And then charity. when he said classless, that's when I was like, oh, okay, you're attacking her now. No, that's that's an, that's an incredibly inappropriate, <clears throat> not acceptable comment. Yeah, so that was when I went, ooh, yeah. now I, are you, I now we know what you're talking about, as opposed to, I'm pissed that that happened versus she did got it. Got it, got it. Because okay. then he even said, I don't know if I could be with someone who would do that. So it was like, oh, you're directing it oh, at no. her, not at the just the, the annoyance of the situation, or oh, yeah. that you hate the fact that you were put in that position, but that it was like a her problem, which is like, oh god. Bad move. It makes me upset. Um, That's charity. Stop. Um, but then, of course, hearing that, she was not happy. Yeah. And then Jesse Palmer went to the men, and he's like, we're not going to have a rose ceremony. Um, or he said the uh, cocktail party is done. A lot of the men were upset because they did not get time with yeah. her. I totally understand. Um, they weren't happy with Brayden, but then they also weren't happy with Adrian either. Um, which again, I get because then these guys are losing time because he was talking to her. But uh, I don't know. My personal take is I was like, I don't think he did anything wrong. That's yeah. my that's my, my opinion. To, like wrapping this thing. I personally think that for Adrian, this is a very like it, this is a very important moment right now. Yeah. If he wants to become the guy that she only thinks about in regards to Brayden. Yeah. He will keep talking. If he, he needs to stop talking about Brayden now, I'm not saying he did anything wrong. I'm just for his own good. He'll just become one of those guys that like is the Brayden hater. And the reality is, is the more that he talks about Brayden, the more she's thinking about Brayden, the more that Brayden's storyline is being created in her mind. And she's knowing nothing about him, yeah. Adrian, because all they do is talk about Brayden. Adrian needs to start focusing on his relationship with her, not because uh, Brayden doesn't need to be addressed and talked about, but because you'll have spent all this time not talking about your guys' relationship, but building a connection. You will just have been talking about the drama in the house. So then if Brayden leaves, it doesn't mean you're going to be slotted right in. It means that you might be cut too because she wouldn't have been growing with you. So my opinion, yeah. it's like he's starting to get to the point now where even the house guys are getting pissed at him going like, hey, you're wasting time on like we we all don't like Braden either. But like now I don't get a date with her. Like just I think we've had enough. And so I think he needs to kind of take that as a cue to be like, OK, I've said yeah. my piece. The message has been delivered. It's time to move on. Yeah. Focus on my relationship. Whatever happens with Braden happens with Braden let's not let my beef become my storyline with her. That's yeah, my like, understood. that's, that would be my advice. Obviously it's already been yeah, filmed, but like, yeah. that's the thought to me. Well, yes, I, I, I hear what you're saying. Well, she kept both of them, right? She kept both of them now. And I, you know, as far as, as Brayden goes, uh, you know, I hope when he watches this episode, um, and probably through conversations that he's going to be having that, that he can acknowledge that, what he said was completely inappropriate and be able to walk away and acknowledge that. We'll see. Um, but, oh, also quick before the rose ceremony, yeah. just want to shout out. She had a moment with Dotton. Yeah, it was awesome. Hard eyes awesome. with Dotton. Yeah. He is one of my top. Yeah. Dotton's he amazing. He just seems like an incredible guy. He shared 
his card Mm -hmm. with her when he came over to the United States when he was young. And he just, his energy is just, if I was charity, I'd want to be around Dotton all the time. I'd be like, I want Dotton around all the time. Yeah, I agree. He's got such a calming energy. He's amazing. Um, So then we end up having the rose ceremony. And of course, Joey and Aaron B already have a rose. She gives her first rose to Dotton and then Tanner, the wrestler, Warwick, Michael, Sean, Xavier, Aaron S., James, Adrian, and then Brayden. Yes. And uh, she gave us what we wanted. She gave us what we wanted with that ending. I was shocked. I was like... I would have been sad if they would cut Brayden, not because he's been acting good at all, but because it's it's interesting and I want to see what develops. I want to see what happens. She is giving us Bachelorette energy that I am living for. I hope that when she was on the show, she even thought like, if Brayden was cut in her mind, she's like, let's keep him on though. It'll be fun. She might have. <laughs> you know what I mean? She like, she, I could see her like in the back of her mind being like, oh, also good TV to keep you on. Yeah. <laughs> Just to like. I love her. Um, so then who went home? Spencer, John Henry, Josh, um, and both the other Caleb's. And at this point, Braden is in the ITMs and he is going off. And I'm like, this energy is making me more nervous for next episode which i'm sure is going to be a wild episode but my goodness and he even then takes it upon himself to make the toast and next week's episode on the toast he says thanks for keeping me yeah cheers (laughs) well it was a fantastic it was great i cannot wait it's been it's been so good so far two episodes in absolutely loving it absolutely and i'm sure i will have more chills even oh more gosh. chills next episode. I'm going to really need to amp up my chill adoration. <laughs> my God, baby, chills! I just hold you. Just <laughs> All right, you do a call yes, home before we, we go. Let's do a call home. Remember, you can always call Hi, mom and dad. Love you both. Love the podcast. Love you. Um, so I wanted to share my avoidant behavior with you both. Oh, and yes. Actually, I think it's a very controversial subject. So I'm interested to see which side of the fence you both are on. Um, but for the longest time, probably honestly like 10 years, <sighs> I would not fill up my gas tank more than what I needed for like that trip of the day. Um, so I would go and get like $5 worth of gas, $7 worth of gas. <laughs> And I would go to the gas station like 20 times a week. I was always at the gas station. And one day I was like, how much time am I wasting going to the gas station every day? And it's not like it was time consuming where, you know, I didn't have enough time to fill up my tank. I just didn't want to. Like it pained me (laughs) to have to sit there and fill up my tank all the way. Um, But I'm happy to say that I no longer do that. I now sit and fill up my gas tank and I honestly fill up my tank like once every two weeks. So I don't know what the big deal was. But anyways, I'm very curious if y'all are a fill up your tank all the way kind of person or if you'll just like ride on empty as long as you can. Thanks so much. My dear, dear family member. I just want to say first and foremost, congratulations on your full tanks. Second, I see you. Okay, I'm looking deep into your eyes at this camera right now. I see you. Mm. I did this for so many years. And it is one of those avoidant behaviors I also cannot explain. I would get to the gas station. I also, I hate going to the gas station for some reason. So it wasn't even like, ooh, let's go to the gas station as much as possible. But I would be going all the time. And every time I would put that 
nozzle in. I would stand there. I'd put it in. I'd tap my foot for like, you know, 45 seconds and be like, okay, that's enough. And I'd put it away. And mm. I would get, you know, uh, one fifth of a tank. So why? I don't well, know. Well, you didn't have a thought about it? No. Okay. And it's an unexplainable avoidant behavior. Just like the fact that you and I still have not put in new rings, new rings. And I got some new rings so, for us and I, we haven't put them in. Why? Why are we avoiding this? So I will do this as well, but it's only when I've been spending a lot of money in my life. Does that make sense? Well, that a hundred percent. That so makes it's sense. Always when been it's a, a monetary money thing. thing. It's always been yeah. a money thing for me. It's so expensive to fill up your tank. Right. But even, even away from the affordability of it, it's mm -hmm. just the issue of like, I'm going to have to spend the same amount. Right. So it's like whether I fill it up now or fill it up throughout the week, you're gonna have to spend the same amount. It's just swallowing the like watching them. And, and there's no other area that you just watch the money go up. You know, <laughs> just you're just draining. watching it going every <laughs> every cent is one less cent in my bank account. So you're just going, ah, and the higher it gets, the more painful it gets. Oh, it's so brutal. You know what I mean? And if you have a big car, too. That's when it really hurts. If you're like an SUV or a truck or something, and you just it's just skyrocketing and it's going up and up and up, and you're like, God no. So lately, I've been like, semi lately, I've had like times where I've been like, oh, if you know, I've been spending a lot of money on bills and things like that. And I'm like, I'll just fill it up halfway. I don't want to see that big old number hit the tank. So I totally feel you. Um, I think it's yeah. I think that's it's interesting because it's it's just like you're seeing the pain, you know. It's like yeah. Ugh, it's I don't just even not... know if I connected with it. Okay. That it was just a patience thing. Like I'm over I it. I don't know. I, I I can't even place it. I was just like, maybe it was this. I hate being here. Get me out of here. And I don't want to be here. But then there was this like, thing of like, like she was saying, she was go to the going to the gas station so many times per week, and that's what I was doing too. Where I'm yeah. like, I'm constantly having to find a gas station wherever I am. And then I'm like, I don't want to be here. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's something about when you're at a gas station and there are like, I don't know where you live, dear family member, but in LA, there's always people then who pull up and are waiting for you. Mm. And I get anxious and mm. I hate the feeling of someone sitting there waiting for me. And then also because I'm not a good driver, I'm like, how am I going to get out of this yeah. without scraping a car? So I, maybe I guess I would pull up to the nozzle to the tank and be like, um, okay, I'm going to do this as quick as I can to leave so that I don't get stuck. Yeah. Maybe that's what it was. Oh my it's God, almost, did I just figure out my issue? Yeah, did you just figure it out? <laughs> I wonder too, it's kind of like uh, the same personality trait that would like, if you saw that there was a lot of people behind you and there was a open parking spot and you, it was going to take a couple three point turns. I would to, never park there. You just keep going until you find something. I want to be the person that would park into. there, but I would never park there. Lee, how do you feel at the gas station with the filling would up you do, of the tank? Yeah, what, do you feel like I'm all usually the way? all the way, but oh, what I'll do okay. with the money thing is like my problem. I feel is I always let it go to empty, and I want to get better at like quarter tank, fill it up. You never uh, know when, like you know, yeah, maybe all the gas stations. I feel you about the crowded gas stations, though. I hate. I always like will so keep finding, like inducing. keep searching for an open one. Interesting. Right. Like, will you then go out of your way to find a gas station? Yeah. Yes, a thousand oh, percent. But what I'll do too, because I have an empty tank, it's like, you know, I have my spots that have the cheap gas. Yeah. Yes. So sometimes what I'll you do is I'll spots. put five bucks of expensive gas in my tank <laughs> and then drive to the cheap spot. Yes, a cocktail. Yes, a cocktail. A gas cocktail? <laughs> yes. Hey, 
Okay, that's called a money saving king. <laughs> that is too funny. Just top it off with a little bit of the good stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like a little you got a little top shelf. Just like yeah, just a like, little floater? That's insane. <laughs> this is like a once every like six months. I love okay. that. I love just, that. Just a kiss of the expensive stuff. Oh, that's stuff. too funny too. Because it is You funny. let it go to empty. I do, I do. I, t- I generally do. Just because I'm like yeah, I don't know why, but yeah, I'm not I'm not the type of person that just is like that vigilant where they're like, okay, I don't want to get anywhere near dangerous. We got this one more while. I can get a little bit like that. Like, I think I can make it. I think I can make it. I like use, I'll, When I do directions and I see that I have 20 miles left on my tank, I'll look and be like, oh, I've, it's 14 to get there. No problem. I got it. Yeah. And then I'll look for a gas station around there. I've really gotten bad with getting to empty lately. Yeah. yeah. Well, we feel you. And that's definitely, I would you. imagine many people do that. I feel like this is something that people feel. And like you said, it might be a controversial one where it's definitely like a, a, a fold the toilet paper or crumple type question where it's like some people, you know, are like, what? Like filling up a few dollars worth. I, I get this. That's one, a but crumple it's gonna be like move. A ha- that's it's a gonna, crumple move. And I'm, and I'm a crumpler. Yeah, you're a jammer. <laughs> <laughs> it's because of my nails. Oh, understood. You know, I don't want it. I want them fully covered. Right. I want it fully oh, covered a lot of sense you know you what don't I mean? want to claw your <laughs> no i crumple i crumple where it goes in around my claws uh, so that i can you know because if i fold sometimes there's the nail exposure and that's, you don't want to cut your butt rip you know not. yeah or yeah. just get a contamination yes. situation uh, uh, you know absolutely. you understand you understand <laughs> well we feel you and i think that we should actually you know make anyone feel bad for being responsible so if you do <laughs> go get gas in a responsible way you're a weirdo <laughs> and you're out of our you're out of our club we love you guys. We love you so much. And we will see you. Remember, again, we'll see you next week on Wednesday. Yes. And uh, well, then we'll have two episodes next week. But see you next week on love Wednesday. Love you all. Have a beautiful rest of the week. And yes. uh, yeah. Peace and love. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Mwah. Kisses. Bye. Bye.